Hey gang, the episode you're about to hear has some technical glitches and difficulties to it. Travis and I were in the same room and really just across the table from one another when we recorded it. And so our microphones picked each other up and there's some echoey stuff. We've done our best to clean it up, but we really wanted to get this content to you. So with that said, please forgive us and we hope you enjoy this episode. Can you create NFTs on the Bitcoin blockchain? Well, we're going to find out today. Merriam-Webster has a new succinct definition of an NFT, and NBA players are making a fortune from non-fungible tokens. What we referenced as a possibility last week has manifested as a reality this week. eBay is getting into the NFT game. Memes are also becoming big NFT business, but some are more valuable than others. We'll cover all this and more on this Nifty News, episode number 56 of The Nifty Show. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. So how hard is it for you to not pause after you say episode 56? Super hard. It's like, because I'm so used to that for bad crypto, you take this long breath and you wait, you wait for it, you leave it hanging and people are like, is he, say it, say it the bad crypto podcast is that what people do are they like out hanging on every yeah, word they are. Just there it's like traffic actually stops when they go just like that <laughs> the bad crypto podcast right so i have to really push through because i don't want it to be the same thing okay, okay you're doing a little different yeah. welcome to the nifty show uh, sir lord travis and i are actually uh, in my airbnb right now in palmas del mar in puerto rico face to face true mano a mano yeah, it's like normally I can just I see him on the screen, but now I can literally like reach out and poke him. Yeah. But then he would say, ow, and then that would have to be edited out. Right. Or we just leave it in and be kind of, ow. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is the episode of the Nifty Show each week where we cover the latest news from the NFT world. And we've got some interesting stories to cover with you this week. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to say Gary V's sale is happening as of right now, um, I know we were going to talk about this at the end, but I'm like, it's happening right now. And uh, it took some time for them to get this thing up and running. Mm-hmm. Like it was supposed to happen on May 5th. Yep. But I'm glad that it didn't because we got to interview him before his sale. And that episode is blowing up. Pow! If you haven't listened to it yet, go back to episode 55 and listen to this interview with Gary V, or go to nifty.show forward slash YouTube and watch the video. Yeah, you think about this. This is a guy, Gary Vaynerchuk, who really early on, like he was, you know, he was working with his parents at the their wine business in in New Jersey, and he saw this thing called YouTube, and he said, "Wow, there's a lot of people on, talking about tech on YouTube, but not a lot of there's nobody talking about wine." And I think he said he did something like a thousand episodes until he finally hit it. Right, so it's like yeah. things just don't happen overnight for you folks. It takes a long time, which is why, you know. We've done what six hundred ish episodes of Bad Crypto, so we're still waiting. We're still waiting for that moment when when we blow up. Well, I mean, here we just got this good news actually. So the Nifty Show is just outside of the top one hundred of bi- all business podcasts, mm-hmm. and that's not including the YouTube views, right? right? That's right, just right. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. I think maybe Spotify, but if it, if it counted YouTube as well, we'd definitely be in the top one hundred. But the Bad Crypto Podcast 
is now, what is it, producer Aaron? 43, 47? I think you said 49 in business and 24 something in in investing. Yeah, so close enough, right about there. 48 and 24. Yeah, wow, so look at that. That's some, that's some math. There's right a there. lot of you out there in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, which of course does encompass the, the Nifty Show as well. The Nifty Show is a, a suburb of um, the the Republic. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's like it's like it's adjacent. It's it's the nice neighborhood. I was gonna say it was a slum, but <laughs> oh, the slum. <laughs> it's a fancy neighborhood. It's the nice suburb. It's not it's not the slum. The other side of the tracks. Anyway, his uh, the reason I want to talk about the sale now is because um, it should still be going when you guys hear this. I want to timestamp. We're recording on what is it Tuesday night, and they're doing a Dutch auction. So you start out and the price is at its all time high, right? And then it cruises down slowly over time. So. You know the um, he's got I think nine thousand some odd over ten thousand. Well, nine thousand tokens for the admission to VCon, right? And then he's got uh, five hundred and fifty-five of the gift tokens, and he's got some of these other c- competition tokens and other you know engagement things where you're doing one-of-one events with 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 him. And um, so the I want to go to VCon. Maybe you know I'd like to you know, be a, be a fun part of that. It's going to be over the next three years. Assuming that events take place as, as as expected over the next three years, but uh, right now they're two point five ETH. They started at that. Now they're probably like around two point two ETH or something, working their way down to point five ETH. But when you think that ETH is now on its way to five thousand dollars, two point five ETH is pretty expensive to to mm, for conferences. It is, uh, but. Uh, the it is nine oh three p.m. Eastern time, so we hope to have this show out like you know within an hour after we're done recording it, which means you can go to v friends v e e friends dot com and you can see what's up for auction. I'm I'm watching and waiting. I I, I just want one. I don't really care which one it is. Um, I just want to have one. I have a couple that I was gonna buy, pull the trigger on, but there was like a glitch going on with the gas fees. And and so I was like, okay, two point two ETH for this one. I'm like, okay, there's three events for over three years. Maybe I'm paying, you know, two, three grand per ticket per year. Okay. And then I I tried to pull the trigger and it was like, yeah, it'll be two point three ETH plus four point six ETH in gas fees. And I was like, what, what, what? So there was some problems that I had to had to get that stuff fixed because I, I wasn't gonna buy that. That's yeah. So they're working on it and you know, he's if you go to Twitter when there's an error, he's like, guys, we're experiencing this. I'm sorry. This is on me. Like, he just takes responsibility for all of it, even if it's, it's on him because he knows the buck stops there. Could be somebody on his tech team that, you know, mm-hmm. blew it, but he owns it. And I'm sure he was over there dropping some F-bombs <laughs> what is behind the scenes. What's going on? Anyway, V friends. Um, no, 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 no. Be empathetic elephant game. Right. Just relax and chill. Yeah. Um, instead of gregarious Gary. So uh, this is uh, the, the, one of the lead stories here is about Merriam-Webster. Apparently that the answer to the question, what is an NFT, can now be found as a noun in the official dictionary. Yeah. What is it? Non-fungible token, a unique digital identifier that cannot be copied, substituted, or subdivided that is recorded in a blockchain that is used to certify authenticity and ownership as of a specific digital asset and specific rights relating to it. It's mostly correct, I would say. Yeah. It could could be subdivided because we talked about that today, like doing a reverse shard on something. Subdivisions. In the NFT halls. I would say, you know what, it's a programmable piece of media, man. It's the advancement of media, next level media. 
right? But it's a pretty good definition for for uh, Miriam and Webster. Yeah, I mean they've been around a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're both dead. So dead Peter, people writing definitions is pretty good. definitions. <laughs> pretty good. So uh, Travis, did you miss me bits? <laughs> no, I've not been around them enough to miss them at all. So there was, but I did not participate in the me bits launch. I'd never. This is the first time I heard. I it. missed it. Oh, I did that. The me bits thing. That's the same one that the CryptoPunks guys did. Oh, right? these yeah. are cool. They were three D. Oh, they were characters, much and I I don't know how we missed it. You guys out there in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, if you spot projects, we want to know about them. And in fact, we have uh, a Discord channel set up for this. If you go to badcode.in forward slash discord join our discord and there's a channel there for sharing this type of information if you see a cool project that you think we should know about before it launches uh, whether you know we just would be interested in checking it out for ourselves or whether you think they might make a good guest for the show let us know yeah you could you can tweet us at bad crypto or at joel com that's his twitter handle i'm tw spelled out phonetically t-e-e-d-u-b-y-a send us an email bad crypto podcast gmail.com shoot us a message on discord shoot us a message on telegram somewhere just let us know of these cool projects we we scour the web and we have researchers that out there will sometimes share with us some of the stuff we got some bad assetors that are part of the community um you know I've, you know on, on another note have you ever had on windows like where my Discord is over here on a window that doesn't exist anymore. And like every time I try to cascade my windows, it doesn't populate. It's like it's I hit, oh, even I shut down my computer, I turn it back on. Discord pops up over here in my monitor that's no longer there. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't grab it. I can't pull it over, so I can't access it. Well, you have multiple, your computer thinks you have more than one monitor going, so it's treating that space as another monitor. It's treating it as a monitor, but you go into the settings, and it looks like I have only the monitors that I have, but it was originally on this window when I was back in Kansas City with this monitor that's no longer there, so it's almost like i got to connect a monitor to it to grab it to move it, but... I've looked and I've seen that there's tricks and it's like, oh, go to your taskbar and do this. And none of those are none of those tricks are working to actually get my. So Discord is actually over here in a phantom window. So if you guys know how to fix Travis's Discord on uh, on Windows, it's on my phone. It's on my phone, but it's like I don't use Discord as much on my phone. I like the, I like the more of the real estate. Uh, so so MeBits, they did eighty five million dollars in sales and a um, a guy figured out how to exploit it and he minted a MeBits nft worth over seven hundred thousand dollars i i don't know how he did it but he did it and then then he tweeted about it and bragged that i got all up in me bits yeah it's like uh he anticipated making three hundred thousand dollars per hour when he was uh doing the attack and then he he deleted him because he said he was coming off douchey he's like hey i I sent out some regrettable tweets i'm sorry I, i was being a little douchey and essentially, he his attack centered on re-rolling his MeBit mints until the contract gave him one he wanted. And so he was like, he got one, and then he was doing some stuff. And then basically, somebody bought that MeBit for 200 ETH? Crazy. Pranksy did. Oh, Pranksy bought the, the MeBit? Well, it's a step. I don't know if he did. He tweeted it. And he says, uh, was bought by the collector, well, Pranksy, for 200 ETH. Yeah. Get tagged in Larva Labs Discord. See visitor MeBit for 200 ETH, $700,000 on OpenSea. Buy the MeBit. Hear about the Mint exploit. Exploit closed by Larva Labs. Have and hold visitor MeBit, blah, 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 that uh, he, he bought. Yeah, so crazy. <laughs> he got pranked. Pranky, Pranksy got pranked. 
but here it is. Now he's got the NFT that was that the exploit is, and so that's a super rare one. You know, kids don't steal. It's not nice. Mm-hmm. It's just not nice. Play play fairly. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we have uh, Vitalik Buterin's talking about some NFTs and DAOs and DeFi's, and uh, the next billion Ethereum users. Wow. So he's we're, we're talking about some serious growth here. And uh, there was the Ethereal Summit that happened recently that a lot of stuff went down there. Uh, you know, he's he is definitely a billionaire now, right, with uh, Ethereum. He's the youngest crypto billionaire, maybe one of the youngest billionaires in the world. I'm sure it does, hasn't changed him either, right? I, I get the feeling that money was never really, a, you know, it's yeah. all about the code and the project and being a nerd. Well, when we interviewed him at, at, uh, at ETH Denver, like... This guy's not pretentious. He's just like he's 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 kind of an uh, you know an awkward young young twenties guy who's super smart. His dad's super smart. His mom's super smart. Like they tra- they they train this guy up. Why is like, it taking so long for Ethereum two though? If you're so if know. they're so smart, well, I'm not saying it's like smart. You're, like, you're changing the whole ecosystem from mining to staking. There's probably a whole lot of stuff. Well, well, all I know is like you were, you made the comment the other day. It's like. Well, you said once it passes three grand, it's going to run. It did. Now it's past four grand. What's that now? It's it's on its way to five. I grand. said it would hit five in the next week. I said this week it would hit five. That's my prediction. Is that what you said? Yep. But you're not an Ethereum advisor. I am not, and and I am not. What? A- poo coin eight fifty seven right now. Holy poo! So we've been actually, and this is probably for more to talk about on bad crypto, but we've definitely been looking at Binance smart chain more and some of the meme coins that are coming out some of them are on crazy runs mm-hmm. and if you get in at the right time you can see um, 10x or more easily anyway um but that was just an aside because i was looking i was going to look at it what the price of ethereum was and the last one i looked at was PooCoin, and then i was like oh my god what okay so yeah ethereum right now four thousand one hundred ninety one dollars well on its way to five thousand just kind of marching right crazy so I don't know if you guys have you've probably seen the movie Black Panther and you know the movie about Wakanda, the superhero. Great movie. I've watched it. I've watched it a couple of times like on an airplane because, you know, when you're on those really long flights, I'm like, all right, I want to see a two and a half hour movie. I think it was about two and a half hour. But uh, the main actor, Chadwick Boseman, he unfortunately passed away recently and uh, he was awarded posthumously uh, an Oscar. And apparently they... There was some there was some controversy going around about uh, an NFT around Ch- uh, Chadwick Boseman, but then apparently they've gone in and they've recreated, they've redesigned a version completely and uh, and and made it look uh, better. I mean, this the, but it, there's a picture of it right there. By the way, if you guys want to see all the stories we're talking about, this is not a video edition of the Nifty News, so you can only listen to it in your ears. You can go to our show notes at nifty.show forward slash 56 to see the story, but um, on Yahoo News about midway through, you can see the picture of Chadwick Boseman. On the left is the original NFT, which is kind of like a bust, a golden bust of his head with these little particles around him, and, and the one that they redesigned is nothing like that at all. Uh, it's called... A Young Boy's Dream, which depicts a child in a fantastical world walking past various symbols representing achievements from Bozeman's career. Yeah. So a uh, totally different approach to it. And the uh, it's going to be auctioned off in support of the Colon Cancer Foundation, 
later this week. And I mean, Chadwick had such an impact on on young people's lives, and to see this superhero, Black Panther, in his in his prime, right? I, he's I don't even know if he's in his thirties, like early early thirties at the most. And uh, you know, to see him be the superhero in Wakanda, and then for his for his life to pass so early is such a tragedy. The guy was an inspiration, and I think that artwork right there does does him justice. That's a beautiful, so, beautiful piece. Yeah, rest in peace, Mister Both. So last week we told you guys that eBay uh, was rumored to be dabbling with the idea of letting people sell NFTs, mm-hmm. like physical goods, on the uh, auction marketplace, and it started today. Yeah. Yeah, and they actually changed their name. They're now NFT Bay. <laughs> That's good. It's, they changed it right now. They have the same color scheme and everything. That's not true at all. That was called fake news. But uh, they are now allowing the sale of those. So so how are they doing that? Have they, like, that has been one of the things that's interesting that I've thought about because Tops has their digital collectibles that are not blockchain, that are on their Bunt app, and they're, they have a, an NFL uh, gridiron one or something. I don't remember what that one was called, but that they they de- they deprecated that one because they no longer have the rights to it, and uh, and then they also had a basketball one, but I think they deprecated that one as well. Well, it says right here in the short term, an NFT inventory will be provided to sellers who meet eBay standards, oh, adding okay. that users can expect to see programs, policies, and tools in the future that will let them buy and sell NFTs across a broader range of categories. Now, I wish it would be just digital collectibles, period, because there are. I, I'd like to be able to maybe sell some of my tops, really right. cool cards that I have that are not an NFT, but people are selling those anyway. And there's a problem with that is that you, there's no guarantee they're going to send it to you. Right. You, right. You, that is a problem. That's why blockchain is, you know, the, the perfect solution. So, how are they going to keep track of? I mean, how is it different here? How do you buy something from somebody they own it on blockchain the payment comes in via paypal Mm -hmm. so the payment isn't on blockchain how do you you know what if somebody sends some super rare item to your wallet and then you never get paid well here's what it says in the coming months ebay will add new capabilities that bring blockchain driven collectibles to our platform and they are open to the possibility of accepting cryptocurrency as a payment in the future and they are looking at ways to get nfts on its platform so they're they I don't believe they've they've started it or launched it yet, right? Then but they're they're going to. They've announced that they're going to. There was speculation. It says in the short term an inventory will be provided to sellers who meet the the standards as you mentioned. And so I guess they're going to start selling NFTs, but how are you gonna sell NFTs without an Ethereum address or without a wax address or accepting crypto? It's not gonna be easy to transfer on the crypto. It, it's complicated. Get it together, NFT Bay. Uh, it's complicated. But what a sign. Right. And they, they will. They will accept cryptocurrency. My, I mean, that's a 100% prediction. Mm-hmm. And they're not the only ones. Eventually, Amazon will accept cryptocurrency as well. Mm-hmm. Every merchant will accept cryptocurrency. Yeah, we're going to talk about this on, on the, the bad news episode coming up. But there was a, a post on Facebook this week where Mark Zuckerberg took a picture. Mark Zuckerberg took a picture of his two goats. And he goes, my goats are named Max and Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin and Max. He's a Bitcoin maximalist, and rumors are that he's purchased up to $10 billion worth of Bitcoin. That's rumors on the Do you street. think he bought it from the Winklevoss twins? <laughs> I don't know. So this story on NFTnewstoday.com, apparently Nifty Labs has announced that it has begun the development of Bitcoin-based NFTs. 
my question is, why? Bitcoin is a peer-to-peer -peer payment system. Why do we need NFTs on the Bitcoin blockchain? So it's going to be a new project for Bitcoin-based NFTs powered by the RSK blockchain. So that is enabling the creation of smart contracts, which Bitcoin does not have. That's the feature that they're missing. So RSK will create token bridges that will allow NFTs on other blockchains, such as uh, ERC-721 on ETH, to be transferred over to the new uh, format. And I guess it's company Endorse, I-N-D-O-R-S-E, is uh, it holds a 10% stake in Coincilium. And they're going to be part of that, working with Nifty Labs to uh, try to create some of that stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just, I, I don't care. I'm reporting on it, but I don't care. Like a show of hands out there, who wants to see NFTs on the Bitcoin blockchain? Okay. So this is really fun. Um, our friends at Vulcanverse, uh, you know, we had Jamie from uh, Vulcan Forged on the show uh, not too long ago, and they've got this cool game that they're building. It's another land ownership game, but it's not like voxels, like crypto voxels or sandbox. It's very detailed, more like a traditional MMORPG. And I ran across this tweet that we're going to link in the show notes to you. A Vulcanverse user made this from scratch on a couple of plots. You have to see this. It looks amazing. This guy has built on this property, this mountain with snowfall and these buildings and stairs, and he's running through it like it's, you know, your standard MMORPG game. You know, it's like a castle. And I just, I think that this is the next step of building the metaverse. It's a really, really, um, it's like, it, what is it, an A-plus game or A-plus plus game? What, what is it? It's like a triple A quality, this this, this, well, they're uh, using they're using Unity, I think, right? Is yeah, the so these are this is super high quality. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and then what is it? And this tool allows people just to easily create amazing landscapes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I tell you what, people are gonna love this. Like when you get in there and you start, imagine like how, the stuff you can create with Minecraft. But like this is like next level like high definition just really cool beautiful landscape i was surprised to see this game when you know when it even popped out so pretty darn cool yeah the other thing that's interesting in the nft world i mean we've talked about nf we've talked about nba top shots a lot it's been huge and something that that's that's um wild about this from what october of last year through February of 2021, Top Shots made over $230 million. And apparently, what, they're getting 5% of the transaction fee? So I don't know if that's like the total sales or whatever, but they take a 5% transaction fee from the from the marketplace. And then that revenue is shared between Top Shots, the NBA, and the Players Union. And that can be huge for some of these players that are maybe on on lower wages. Now there's a there's one NFT, a LeBron Dunk. I think it was like a, a number 1 LeBron Dunk sold for over what nearly $400,000. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. But think about this, there's some of these players that that maybe aren't huge and they're getting their cards are out there and they're making a boost in money. So I think it's I think it's pretty cool and then the UFC is trying to do some stuff as well to to jump in on it as well but apparently they're not making the the bank that some of these NBA players are making but this is a new revenue stream for some of these players. Well, I guess they are launching a UFC branded crypto as well as an app for users to manage NFTs. You know, we've seen the uh, Major League Baseball of course on Tops has come out with their first set of NFTs, those baseball cards on wax sold out um, quickly 
two and a half million dollars worth. And the rumor is that the next set is going to be coming sometime this summer. That's that's what uh, I'm hearing. I would assume they would do two or three sets a year. I mean, I see what they do on MLB Bunt app. They put out they put out a new little mini set every week. They could have done Sometimes double. Two or three of them. They could have done twice the quantity. I think of this first one. These the packs on the secondary market, the big packs are going for eight nine thousand dollars eight not eight hundred nine hundred thousand dollars wow those were a hundred dollars uh retail they're going for nine hundred thousand dollars folks <laughs> one one pack. In a, well, be, maybe in a hundred years is, maybe but and the thing is that there's some of these ultra rare cards in there like the very first pack that i opened i got one of those ultra yeah rare ones, and then i opened up a few more never got another one of those ones however i did go on the secondary market and I did pick up a few of the players that I thought were undervalued, like uh, uh, Shohei Otani. He's he plays for the for the Angels. He is like Babe Ruth. He literally pitches every five days, and then every other day he's a designated hitter. Really, first first time in a hundred years there's been a guy like this. And the other day he pitched, struck out like ten, and got a home run. Like this guy, seriously, and he's on a team with Mike Trout. Like Shohei Otani, Japanese dude, six four. Six four Japanese dude throwing hundred miles an hour and hitting home runs. Shohei's his name. Shohei. How, how do you spell it? S H O H E I is his first name. Otani. O H T A N I. Shohei Otani. Oh, dude, his cards are going for a pretty mint on 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 wax. I'll bet they are. So you know the the sports leagues are getting in. Others are going to be coming. And, um, you know, maybe UFC is not seeing a profit yet, but they will because their fans will buy this stuff. Mm. Remember who used to hate crypto? Uh, Mark Cuban. Yeah. Used to hate it. Oh, it's horrible. Hate it. Stupid. Now now you see him on the news talking about Doge. You see him talking about, oh, Doge is going to get to a dollar and be a stable. Yeah. Everybody kisses his butt because he's the he's the expert. Like he knows. now. Come on. Now now, now he's joining the uh, Ethereum uh, game Axe Affinity. Axie. Actually, yeah, he's he's joining that thing. I guess he was part of the seven point five million dollar raise. Yeah. That's a uh, a monster battling game, and uh, it's they're, they're pretty cute little characters. It's and it's kind of a big deal. I mean, they are one of the more successful NFT brands and games out there, and um, they just raised seven and a half million dollars more to to keep developing. So it wouldn't surprise me to see this thing really blow up as more people come into the NFT and gaming space. So if you like monsters, like this is sort of inspired by like Pokemon mm-hmm. and uh, Tamagotchi type of stuff, and it's got this little fun collecting and battling Which, type thing. Which, by the way, I heard, um, I saw a video on YouTube, and I, I'll try and find it for the show notes, but it was a guy speculating why he believes Pokemon is coming to Vivi. He made the case. He connected all of these dots between well, the, the, well, the guy who does the licensing for, for Vivi. That guy was the guy who brought right. Pokemon to the world, and he's the head of licensing for Vivi. Right. And and so there's a lot more intricate reasons that he thinks that this is going to happen. But yeah. the other thing, could you imagine that you just like pop up and like, oh, there's a Charizard right in my right. yard. You can take a photo with a Charizard at any time. Only you own it. Only you own, own it. It's yeah. yours. It's not like the ones you grab in the Pokemon Go app that everybody owns and you can't really yeah. do anything yeah. with it other than grow them and hatch mm-hmm. them and catch them all. Um, that would be amazing. But he also theorizes that. Um, the, uh, Omi just finished in the VV app season one of their digital collectibles. He's speculating that um, Marvel is going to kick off season two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, they're going to be working with the biggest brands. 
Can you imagine what that's going to do for the token price Holy if that's for cow. real? Yeah. Uh, we are not financial advisors, but both if Travis real. both Travis and I do own some Omi token. And yeah, full it, disclosure and are on that. And I'm it. looking at the price right now, and it's point zero zero four four four. Yeah. Whenever we originally got into, I think it was point zero 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 four. Right. And then it went up to a, a penny, right? It went up to point. Yeah, it went up to one point, almost one point four cents. Yeah. And then the crypt, and then it was valued at about two point five billion dollars. It was funny. I went into the to the tel- to their Telegram, and I just want. It was like once it finally showed what the market cap was. I went in there. And I was like. $2.5 billion, really, guys? You think this is really worth that? And, oh, my God, I was attacked so much. <laughs> oh, you don't know what you're talking about. This is AR. And look at all these properties. and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just saying that it's it's worth $2.5 billion, and I'm having a hard time sometimes getting in on the app to even get something to work. I couldn't get the last two. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get – you said you were able to. I could not get the Ultraman. And I, what was the last one? The little characters that oh, uh, oh the Cryptokins or yeah, something like Cryptokins. I I couldn't get those either. My app yeah. just spun and spun and spun. And when I finally went to try to buy one, it couldn't put it in the card. It failed. They were sold out. I think I tried to get them, and then I think I ended up getting one of the four that I thought I got. They're 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 trying to scale as quickly as they can. But well, this well, is a good about, problem. Oh yeah. Well, we we interviewed him. Yeah, we, Dan. Did. Is that for an upcoming episode, or we just had that was just a business call? That actually wasn't an interview when we talked to him last time. That was a just chat. Yeah, we but we have we have had him on. But we have had him on the show. Yeah, but I was just saying we talked to him recently. I was like, oh, an episode coming up. Oh, but yeah. oh, that, was oh, that was not. That was no, a- that was episode life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think season two could be really pretty epic. Now he hasn't yeah. told us this. I mean, they're they're not showing their their hand, but this mm-hmm. guy, I'm, I'll find this video and we'll put it in the show notes because um, you guys need to see it. Also, he did say season two is going to be awesome. He did say it. So, you know, I might have to go stack a little bit more Omi at this point. I don't know. Um, Here's another rumor that I heard is that, you know, you can always kind of tell what whack, what brands connected to wax might be up to because you could see names registered. Mm -hmm. And so, so far, everything we've seen has been on point because, you know, we saw Funko for Funko Pop. They have announced they are coming out with NFTs. Um, and now Robotech has announced big anime series. And oh, is that like out, out of Japan? Uh, yeah, they're actually um, uh, Lee, Lee Jenkins is going to be coming on the Nifty show. Now, wait a second. So we're starting to see more big Japanese and Korean stuff sort of popping up on the wax ecosystem. Like that baby metal thing. Like that's big in Korea or Japan, Japan right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. One of those. I, I, yeah. I'm not and sure. So now. There's maybe Robotech another one. is coming, and here's what somebody else spotted on the Wax blockchain, registered by the same people, Hot Wheels. Can you talk about a multi-generational brand, right? Our, when we were kids... We were having chats about how cool it would be with Hot Wheels to do something with, you know, we were having some, some business. We're like, oh, dude, imagine if we could get Mattel to do Hot Wheels AR. Imagine if you could do... I think it would be so cool... Is like so. Imagine how Vivi has you can just see, see the DeLorean, right? But like, imagine how cool it would be if, like, okay, here's this table right here, and imagine nothing was on the table except we put, and then we 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 created like a badass orange track. Right. You make you build it. Loop race track here, and then you and me are able to play that. So that reminds me. That reminds me of this card game. So I was in Ukraine, and I went to a grocery store. Actually, no, I met I met with the dude. And I went to the grocery store afterwards, but I met with uh, the CEO of a Distributed Lab there in Ukraine. 
and he showed me a card, this card thing, and it was called Arena. Uh, what's it? Oh, AT, ATB Arena is what it was called because the grocery store is called ATB, and it was Arena. And basically, you open up this pack, and there's one card in it, and then you 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 open up the app, and you show you show on the app. It pops up a little AR robot, so you get a little robot on your card, and then, you, and then, like, if you had the app and I had the app, and then I could open up mine, and then, oh, boom, here's my robot, and here's your robot, and then three, two, one, go. Then your robots start fighting, and then whoever's robot wins gets to live on to fight another day, and your robot's dead, and you got to go buy a new card. Well, this blew up ATB sales; like, they sold over like eleven percent more year over year in groceries because these kids at school would be playing this robot game on their phones and they're like, Oh man, mom, I need to go get, I need to go to the store to go get more thing. And then so you go to the store and you go buy more stuff. That's going to hit the mainstream. So when I first saw that, I said, dude, that's what, that's how you could take hot wheels is you could have these hot wheels in a pack. You, You don't know what you got. You open it up, boom. And now you have a race car, you have like a car and then you could race on a virtual race car track and whoever won could live on to play another day. I think that would be amazing. Wouldn't that be that awesome? would be that, and that's that's going to happen, mm-hmm. right? It's not a question of if, but it's a question of yeah. when. I kind of feel like this is turning into Joel and Travis just talk NFTs rather than the news, which well, is kind of which is kind of about, about some news, and we talk about some things that we think are cool about it, which is why people want to tune in to listen to us because we see more NFT stuff at this point than most people. I just went to Blocks.io and looked at name bids. On, uh, on the Wax blockchain. And the Hot Wheels name has not yet been won. It's being bid on by worker.wax. So we know it's coming internally. And the current bid is 6,160 Wax. So the price of names has gone up significantly. That's $1,540 in today's price of mm. Wax. When, when we bought Heroes, it was like, to be able to buy Mm. it. But now the bids on all of them are getting higher and higher. So if you want a custom name that isn't 12 characters, you can create a a custom name that's 12 characters long in blocks.io from any account, right? And it's it's free. But if you want a custom name that's less than 12 characters, like Hot Wheels, then you have to bid on it. And every 24 hours, whoever the high bidder is, for whatever name wins that name and has to pay that, that, that amount for for that. There's day. only one winner per day. What, right? Like right now, I'm looking at it. In 6 p.m., um, is actually bid for $6,500. So they're probably going to win their name for today. And then With letters at number six p.m. S i x p.m. Okay. Is there? That's who this is. I don't know who they are, um, but the bidder is stuck at 6 p.m. So they want the name. 6 p.m. and they're willing to pay 6,500 wax for it. Hot Wheels okay. is second, but this just tells me that I mean this goes beyond rumor, right? Worker dot mm-hmm. wax is bidding on Hot Wheels. I've got to believe that means Mattel is bringing Hot Wheels to wax. That is ginormous. It is ginormous because imagine looking at th- there's so many things that you could do with that. Especially just added on to the thing that we just chatted about right there. Well, even if it's just the collectible cars, right? I mean, Hot Wheels, kind of like, you know, Matchbox cars we used to kind of collect too. Hot Wheels you could do cool stuff with though, right? Matchbox cars, you just collect them, put them on the shelf. these with NFTs, you're going to be able to unlock other experiences if they do it right. You would think so. I hope they do it right. That's good. Hey, also in the news on VentureBeat, on the GamesBeat section, Wilder World, they are raising $3 million for a metaverse built around nft art so it actually they've already raised the money 
And uh, so I'm going to check that out. Wilder World. The Wild Token. Yeah. Yeah, Didn't Cat Stevens write a Wilder.com about it being a wild world? Mm. Yeah, so it's a 3D artist, Frank Wilder. And um, yeah, so he wanted to uh, to build something. And they're building a world with Epic Games, Unreal Engine. And they got a decentralized thing going on. They're building their own DAO as well, Decentralized Autonomous Organization. And um, they want to create this amazing space where um, artists can come in and, and, and do. They want to build this whole like multifaceted system. So they see all these what these other NFT platforms are doing. They want to come in here and do some stuff. And uh, it looks like they've raised a big fat chunk of cash to do it. It's a metaverse. So they think metaverse. They want to create like their own version of Ready Player One, kind of their own immersive 3D virtual world that can be accessed with a VR headset and then plug NFTs into the space with art and other components. So did you know that the first NFT was a piece created in 2014 by an artist named Kevin McCoy? I, I did not know this. The piece is called Quantum. And it, according to the author, it reflects the immutability of the blockchain timestamp. And this NFT is going up for sale on an auction um, on Sotheby's. I thought that the uh, the crypto punks were the first. They were probably the first successful series or known series. But this one right here is uh, allegedly the first NFT ever created. And um, what a cool name for the first NFT of all time. Quantum. Quantum. Yeah, so that's going to go on Sotheby's. You can find links to that in the uh, in the show notes. You know, we're seeing a lot of NFTs uh, pop up now from classic memes, right? We covered um, the one, the, the little girl that was in front of the fire. What was that one called? Uh, yeah, I don't remember what the name of that was, but she was just like... She looked she had that, she had diabolical. The, the, yeah, she's got that look on her face like, <laughs> disaster girl or something. Right, and then there was the girlfriend that... What, I can't, overly attached Overly girlfriend. attached girlfriend we talked and about. And then there was another one. There was a dude that was the... Uh, oh, uh, the nerdy Brian guy. Oh, He's right. He's all like, mm, yeah. like super nerd. I don't remember what that one was called. But remember this one, the David... Uh, the David after the dinner's like, is this real life? Right. Is that... Like he was, he looked like he was just stoned out of his mind. This it was is hilarious. twelve years ago. It was two thousand nine. He was a little boy. Everybody saw this video with this this little boy. It was is this hilarious. It only sold for ten thousand dollars as an NFT. That's Man, it. Man, the other one's like the 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 uh, the overly 11. attached girlfriend. That sold for overly attached girlfriend sold for like four hundred thousand right. dollars. Yeah. So, so Dave's one sold for uh, well. Depending on what the price of what day did it sell? Because depending on what the price of ETH is, it's probably about fifteen thousand. It was it was last Friday, okay. it sold. So three point three ETH is what that it is what it sold that for. Is, that is sad to me that it went so low. Yeah, David, you deserved more. Joel, I've got a great idea. I've got a great idea. You ready? I'm gonna mint invisible NFTs. Oh. And you can't see them, and you just imagine what they are, and they're three ETH each. That's I love it. Isn't that great? In fact, you just minted them right now. I just minted several of them. Let me um, go to the show notes, folks. If you want one of these invisible <laughs> NFTs, go to the show notes. There'll be my address there. Send me over some ETH, and I will telepathically send it to you. And it can be whatever you want it to be. That's what it is. They're like fillable. It's the Mona Lisa. Invisible fillable NFTs. They're NFTs, invisible fungible tokens and actually the joke about the invisible nfts this is already a thing 
and uh, it generated a million dollars in sales. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like, here's an, here's a banana, buy it. It's an, it's worth several thousand dollars. Here is a white room with invisible NFTs. Congratulations. You are an idiot. And they raised a million dollars. No, but here, here's, wait, wait, here's what 80 collectors are about to drop a million dollars on an NFT. You can't even see. Here's what's really amazing. They walked in. It was just this white room with literally nothing in it. The article says, while some attendees were angry, there were others who were completely moved to tears. <laughs> <laughs> the art piece, Zone de Sensibilité Picturale Immaterielle, was one of many that forced people to ask, what is art? Anybody who strolls through the galleries of a modern art museum is likely to ask the same thing. Can you imagine being evoked to tears by an empty room? Well, those are the same people probably who get evoked to screeching to the sky when something upsets Whee! them. Her name is Karen. Might have met yeah, her. That's all. Every, everybody who came in. This was the yeah. Karen room. Yeah, yeah this is the was, Karen room. It was room. just like them. You don't care if she cries or not. You don't care. But seriously, and... here's some. It, it's like a nice white matte finish. It's a beautiful wall. It's got lights, and there's a there's a there's a bench there. It is just the most beautiful evoking thing. I think they visible NFT. I think man. they were brought to tears because they paid a million dollars for it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what did I just spend? I'm brought to tears, too, now knowing what the price of Ethereum is. Oh, my gosh. One last story, Sir Lord Travis Wright, from uh, these guys, Tidbits, T-I-D-B-Y-T-S. They are uh, creating a narrative NFT. Uh, they're not the only ones. I've seen uh, the NFT story cards are coming out on Wax. This particular one here is the home of the Duck Duck Moose. Um, they are uh, narrative NFTs, limited edition collectible cards that tell a story. And, and I think we're going to see more of this type of thing. Wait a second. So these are narrative NFTs called Duck Duck Moose, and they are a band of intrepid space exploring ducks roaming the alien world's universe. It's meta. So these are ducks that are Meh. in alien worlds. Meh. Meh. Alien Worlds has taken off, folks. I mean, oh, Alien crazy. Worlds. Like, I got some of these packs that are worth ridiculous amounts from early on that I never opened up because I just like saved them. And wow, I can't even believe how much some of those are worth because some of them have TLM in them. TLM, like one TLM, is worth like two or three wax or something right now. It's crazy. But I've been also I've been selling um, mining gear for hundreds of uh, of dollars in some cases. Like well, your, are your NFTs? Yeah, my NFTs from Alien Worlds because I don't have time to play the game. Right. And, and you know, I got some land that's pretty expensive. Uh, so I'll disclose this to you guys. I mean, if anybody looked at my account, they could see this. But I sold a piece of land for eleven thousand dollars a few weeks ago. Wow. It was a volcano that I had, and it was—I think it was a rare—and somebody paid eleven thousand dollars for it. An NFT that I got out of a twenty twenty-five dollar pack, something like that. It's crazy. That's NF tremendous. So I actually wrote to um, a friend of the show, Michael Yates, who is on the Alien Worlds team, and I wanted to know because the Alien Worlds packs are fungible tokens. You can't tell from looking at one. You can't mouse over it on Atomic Hub because they don't show up there. You have to go to Simple Market. It's a simple asset. Right, right, right. Um, but even then, it doesn't tell you how many there are. So I said, how many are there? And he gave me the numbers on them. For example, the land packs, 3,343. And then he mm. said, if you go to the open.worlds account, any ones that are in the open worlds account are ones that have been opened. So I can look here and I can see um, the packs 
from uh, pack.worlds and the land packs 2,924 mm. out of 3,343 are in this account. So just a couple, about three, 400. There's about three, 400 of those land packs left of the, um, the rare packs, which I know you have some, mm-hmm. 4,500 were created. Only 2,500 have been opened. There's 2,000 of these things out there and the minimum price for one of them on simple market is like $850. What's even crazier than that is the promo pack. Promo packs. The promo packs, some of those had some chunks of TLM in them. They all had TLM in them. I think every one has 150 TLM in them. Every one of them. There was at least six. Some of them had different amounts. Oh, maybe maybe you might be right. I think I I got one that had a thousand. Oh, okay. You might be right. There's sixteen thousand of those promo packs. Only forty-one seventy-one have been opened, and they're selling for about eight hundred dollars. I bet a lot of people have those in their wallet and they don't even know it. You know, we actually so early on when Alien Worlds was new. Yep. Every Nifty Box member got one. I'll tell you what, uh, we planned to over deliver with the Nifty Box, but we had no idea just how much epic stuff we were going to be able to, you know, get to our members and still are. Some stuff was eh, but other stuff is just like kaplow. Like my daughter ended up getting. They, I think we, we did a partnership with uh, Bitcoin Origins early on on their first yep. gen, their, the first moment, and my daughter got like the first death card or something, like a number two mint death card or some, one of them, something like it. Maybe it was a sketch, a death card sketch card or something. It was a special one that only 21 of them came, went out that our Nifty members. I remember she put it up. I told her, well, well maybe you should put that up on the, because that was like when the, the Blue Wizard and stuff was buying all these cards. And so I think she sold it for like, I don't know. Sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars worth of wax, and that's when wax was like four cents, <laughs> and then wax went up to like thirty cents. And it's just like so she has enough money from that one card that dropped in her nifty box to basically pay for her car when she turns sixteen. She'll be able to pay because I always said to both my kids, "I'll pay half the price of your car. You got to find a way to earn that other half." And she basically paid for her other half by just getting an <laughs> NFT dropped in her box. Dad, how long did it take you to uh, save up enough for half? I just like, I just made mine like that. <laughs> I just got a random NFT dropped to me. She loves NFTs, so when I keep it, when I, you know, because she's uh, she does a homeschool with this program called Excellus because her school was just like a train wreck with this whole Zoom thing going on. These these teachers are not prepared for Zoom teaching and so excellus is like an international online it was all video based and really solid stuff for the most part and um they're not indoctrinating with like a lot of stuff does but so she's, she's going through this and um just excited so when she does so i'll go and i'll look at, at her at her record what she's doing how, her progress and i'll be like hey i see you're doing you're kicking butt congratulations i'm gonna drop you a couple nft packs and uh so early on i dropped her because i had so many of those atari ones Send her some Atari ones. So she just opened up. She's got a bunch of Atari cards. And I was like, you might want to go on uh, Wax and start, you know, maybe moving some of those Atari cards you have because those seem to be going uh, quite a pretty penty. Right. When the unopened packs are too, especially the the middle packs that were 30 packs because mm-hmm. that they sold the least of those. So when they closed down the sale, they burned the remaining ones. So there's fewer of the, the 30 packs are going for the same price as the 50 packs because oh, wow. there's fewer of them. Uh, gang, there's going to be, I mean, Robotech is coming. There's a lot of stuff coming to wax. And um, we're. We start getting anime fans by the 
thousands coming in and just starting to see all the other properties that are in there, they're going to go crazy. They love this. They love technology like this. This is right down their alley. We are, uh, we, we welcome and love all. We don't care yeah. where you're from. We don't care what language you speak. We don't care the color of your skin or, you know, what you do for a living or where you came from or how much money you have or how much power you have. We're just glad you're here. Thanks for joining us on this episode. The live Nifty show will be coming your way on Thursday. Starting this week, we are moving the live show from Fridays at 5 o'clock Eastern to Thursdays. Because we want to have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off for the most part each week. Because it's like, why not? We're here. It's like, I was just saying, I was like, dude, it's like we're doing the show on Fridays. It's like in the late afternoon. And then it's like, if I want to go somewhere. And then like on Sundays, we got to do the front and back for the other show for that. And it's like... Come on, I need I need some um, I need some we need some uninterrupted time so we can go and live. And luckily, this episode here, our plan was to keep it under thirty minutes. How'd we do? Uh, I'm at fifty-two right here. Oh, man, we are so right on. We have lots of words. We'll catch you guys soon. Thanks again for listening. And what what was the new keep keep it nifty or? Uh, yeah, keep it nifty. Keep it nifty. That's the official catchphrase. It wasn't stay nifty. It was keep it nifty. Keep it nifty. All right. Yeah, it works. I don't know. Keep it nifty.